the other night, Louis and I decided to go out for dinner. And lately, he's been working on this new website for his um, services around supporting people in user experience design. So he's been putting together this website and he was asking me what makes people unique because obviously he wants to weave this into his website. And it really got me thinking about what I share with my clients all the time around how to bring out your uniqueness and what you're doing. And this is an especially important part of any business right now because of, first of all, the invention of the internet. Yeah, we're going back a, a while here. But the invention of the internet meant that businesses weren't just catering to a particular area anymore. Like before the internet, generally a business would cater to a specific area. So it didn't matter if you were doing the same thing as someone in London, if you were up in Leeds or Manchester, it didn't really matter. But then when we introduced the internet, you're then going to be, I don't want to say up against, but you know what I mean when I say that. I like to think of it as like there's a, an abundance of people to go around everyone in the world because there is. But then you are, you know, you're compared to different people around the world. It doesn't matter always whether you live in London or Manchester or New York. People can access your services no matter where they are in the world when the internet was invented. And then now we have this new extra layer level or extra layer, sorry, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> extra layer, which is AI. And that means people can go on to AI and get them to create certain things that they wouldn't have been able to do before or teach them how to do something that they wouldn't have been able to do before. But the thing that AI can't do is add that personal, unique spin and touch on what it's sharing with you. And that is what we want to really hone in on more than ever in our businesses. And this then, in turn as well, attracts the kind of clients we want to go for dinner with, the kind of clients we would have dinner with. And I say this from experience because I have literally gone for dinner with some of my clients in different places around the world. Actually, next week, one of my past passion to profit clients is going to be in Bali and we are going to meet up for breakfast or dinner or something like that. But I just want to show to you, this can be your reality. Like we're not just wanting to go out there and make sales for the sake of it. Like that's not how I love to support my clients. Like yes, sales are the byproduct. Yes, we want to make money because we are a business. But I want you to enjoy your business to the max. And that means magnetizing clients you would want to go and have dinner with. Because then they're dreamy clients, right? It doesn't matter whether you have dinner with them or not, but they're dreamy clients. Okay, so let's dive into what makes you unique. So there's three kind of aspects to it. And you'll see that these aspects kind of like merge a little bit. But I want to emphasize these three things so you can really tap into this on the deepest level yet. So the first aspect you want to really hone in on to understand more about what makes you unique is your journey. 
So that might be your journey in terms of your career. It might be your journey as what you were doing as a child, if that relates to your passion. Just like rewinding and looking at what you've done over your life. Just going through the years being like, what subjects did I really enjoy at school? What didn't I enjoy so much? What did I do after that? What jobs did I have? What did I love about them? What did I hate about them? How did I like how they worked? How did I like what tasks I had to do? What kind of things do I like to watch? What do I like to read? What do I like to listen to? What do I like to do in my spare time? Because this journey really will interweave even more than you can probably or definitely see right now into your business, into the content you're creating, into the offers you're creating and the way you're creating these things. Now, the best way I find to really tap into your journey is actually not by journaling. Like if you are an addict to journaling, then go for it, do it. I'm not going to stop you, of course. But I actually find just riffing and sharing a voice note with yourself around this is the best way to tap into your unique journey. Because generally when we are writing, we tend to stop and think about it and then we go into perfectionist mode without us even realizing it. We're like, oh, can I write that? Did that actually happen? Whereas when we're just talking, we're really just going on a riff and seeing what flows, seeing what comes through. There's no right or wrong. And you'll find as you flow in this voice note, it will flow more and more and more. At the beginning, you might like be like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what I'm talking about. But just let it roll. Let it flow. And from it, you'll get loads of ideas. Loads of like light bulb moments of like, oh, okay, that's why I talk about this in this way. And that would be a really interesting piece of content. That would be what would make me unique. These things would be really interesting for my soul clients to know. So that's the first aspect, really sharing your journey. And I just want to add one other thing at this point. No other person on the planet has the same journey as you. That is why this makes makes you unique. Your journey makes you unique because no one else is going to have the exact same journey as you. So say, for example, if I gave you like a really quick, you know, summary of my kind of journey, like the reason why I got into sewing, let's go use my other business, for example, the reason why I got into sewing and creating my own sewing patterns specifically, which is what I share in my business, is because one, I'm tall and lanky and nothing was ever fitting me and it was frustrating. So I wanted to be able to alter patterns. So then my trousers weren't two inches too short and my top's always a bit too short as well. And two, because I wanted to be able to create my own designs. I loved getting a Vogue subscription when I was a teenager and I wanted to turn the dresses I saw in there into ones I was wearing. Like I didn't have a thousand pounds or two thousand pounds to go and spend on this designer dress. And I also didn't have those shops near me. I was in the middle of the countryside. So I wanted to be able to do these things. And that's why I started to, I didn't know that was the term at the time, but started to make my own sewing patterns and start playing around with this idea as well. So you can see there, that's my unique story. And that is why throughout my business, I am wanting to support people in turning images into sewing patterns. 
And I wanted to create a wearable wardrobe when I was a teenager, like not one that was like all these conceptual pieces. So I'm not the person to support someone who is wanting to create all these conceptual pieces probably. But I'm the one to come to if you want to create a timeless wardrobe that's going to fit you perfectly. So it's going to be super comfy and you're not going to find your trousers too short. You're getting a wedgie because they don't quite fit properly. Can you see there how my story has influenced the way I create my courses and the content and the kinds of aspects I'm infusing to everything I am doing? Okay, so that is piece number one. The second piece is to really tap into your beliefs. So really start noticing why you do things a certain way. Why, what kind of things do you believe in? What things do you not believe in? So examples for me, for example, is like I am all for sustainability. Like I'm all for like doing our bit for the planet where we can. So not buying things for the sake of things. Making sure things are going to last as long as possible rather than just being like, oh, I'm going to buy the cheapest one because that's, you know, all I need right now. But then I know in like a year's time that will disintegrate and it's just a very wasteful process. It means, you know, buying organic fruit and vegetables. It means me buying organic and ethical sewing supplies. So you can see this would then influence into my passion. When I'm sharing fabric shops on my Instagram for the sewing retreat, I am sharing ethical and sustainable ones. If I was ever to collab with any um, fabric brands, I would collab with ones that resonate with me. So again, you can see this infuses into how I show up, how I do things. And then what that then in turn means is I'm magnetizing in people who believe the same as me or who resonate with what I'm saying. We're not there trying to resonate with everyone. So often I see when people are starting out in their businesses, they are there scanning the environment for like, where's there a need? Where's there a gap in the market? Rather than do that, flip it on its head and think, what do I love to talk about? What do I desire to teach about? Like for me, teaching a beginner sewing pattern course does not excite me in the slightest. I could do it with my eyes shut, but it does not excite me in the slightest. But I know people are always buying these courses because so many people want to learn how to sew, but it doesn't excite me. So I wouldn't create that. Whereas on the other hand, like I started having an addiction to creating my own swimwear. So I created a course on that. And that really excited me. Yes, I'm speaking to a much smaller market because of that. But I want to have a business that is exciting. And this links back to one of my beliefs. And we're talking about beliefs right now. And that's what make, and that's a huge part of what makes you unique. One of my beliefs is I do not have a business to solely make money. I believe a business is a catalyst for enjoying my life. We spend a lot of time working. So let's do something we enjoy. I remember my brother saying this when I was younger because me and my brother both 
went and did things that weren't like the norm like he went and did auctioneering and I went and did fashion and I remember him saying to me you're gonna spend the majority of your life working so you might as well do something you enjoy doing and that has stuck with me ever since like that is one of my beliefs you might as well enjoy what you're doing you want to enjoy what you're doing life is about enjoying yourself So this is one of my beliefs when I'm talking about sharing your passion with the world. I'm not just going on and on and on and on about the fact you can make money from it. I'm also really weaving in there the fact you can enjoy what you're doing so much. You get to do it your way. It gets to be a beautiful part of your life, not a part that you're dreading, not a part of like, oh my God, I've got to wake up on Monday and do some work. It's a actually I'm freaking excited because it's Monday and that's when I do my work or it doesn't matter what day of the week it is I love showing up and sharing my passion with the world that is what I want it to feel like for my clients where they're setting up their own businesses to share those passions with the world or growing those businesses as well like a huge aspect is this enjoyment And I'm always making sure my clients are tweaking to allow them to enjoy their businesses even more, to turn up the dial on the parts that they love doing and turn down that dial on the parts they don't love doing so much. Yeah, there might be the odd thing you have to do, like the tax return or whatever, and maybe that doesn't light you up, maybe that does. But we can really scale back on doing the parts we don't want to do so much and turn up the dial on doing things our way, our unique way. Okay, so that's the second part. And what I suggest for just tapping into your beliefs is to just notice over the next few days what beliefs you have. You don't need to necessarily journal or do a voice note around this because you'll probably be like, but what beliefs do I have? But just notice what things you agree with and don't agree with when you are talking with other people or seeing what they're doing. Notice like, oh, does that way of working excite me? No. Oh, that's why I do it this way. So it might be, for example, like part of this business is I love the connection with people or part of both of my businesses is I absolutely love connecting with like-minded people. So I love to interact with people who get me, people who share the same passions and desires of me. So I love doing elements of my offers live where I can. And I love having private groups to see what people are creating or where they're at in their business. So that is what I infuse into my offers when it works, when it works for my way of creating that offer. So that's what I mean. Just like notice what things are coming up. Notice what is relating to your passion and your business. Okay, so then the third piece to this is to really tap in and hone in to why you got started in your passion. What made you start doing it? And what parts of your passion excite you the most? Because like I was saying before, I believe that our businesses are a huge catalyst to enjoying our lives to the max. So what parts of your passion excite you the most? What parts don't excite you? 
And then how can you turn up that dial on the parts that excite you the most? By really tapping into what parts of your passion excite you the most and why you got started, you're going to find you're naturally magnetizing soul clients more and more and more. Naturally magnetizing the clients you want to work with, the clients that you'd go and have dinner with. So like I said before, the reasons I got started in my passion were because I'm tall and lanky and the patterns weren't fitting me, my clothes weren't fitting me. And I wanted to make a timeless, sustainable wardrobe and infuse clothing designs I'd see in magazines or clothing designs I'd see on Pinterest. I wanted to be able to turn those images into clothes I was wearing, going to a birthday party in. You can probably hear as well as I'm talking about my journey and my story and why I got into pattern cutting that it sounds way more interesting than me just constantly being like, hey, I've got this course inside this course you're going to learn how to pattern cut tops shirts dresses trousers shorts whatever else but if I start to infuse in my story as to why I got started and why I do things a certain way and what my process is so my process is to take an image that I've seen whether that be on Pinterest in a magazine in a shop in Vogue magazine whatever it is on a film and then turn that into a sewing pattern and then into a garment I can actually wear to go to my friend's dinner in, it sounds way more interesting, way more unique. I'm not necessarily saying to the people who'd want to create conceptual stuff, hey, this is the course for you, because it isn't necessarily the course for them. They would resonate with someone who was really conceptual in that pattern cutting and really just created these one-off catwalk pieces. But I'm not necessarily trying to resonate with those kind of clients. I'm wanting to resonate with the people who are my tribe, the people who want to create the designs to create a sustainable, timeless capsule wardrobe. Those are the people who are going to resonate with me. I'm not trying to cater to the whole world and be like, anyone who wants to pattern cut in the whole world, come into my world. I'm just wanting to resonate with the people who are my tribe, who have similar or the same beliefs as me, who want to learn from my way of doing things, my uniqueness. Okay, so in summary, just so you can go back and really just hone in on the areas we've spoken about today so you can get the most from this episode Go and voice note around your journey. Go and notice your beliefs over the next few days. Note them down on a notes app on your phone. Ask people around you, you know, like, what do you think about when you think about me? And really tap into why you got started with your passion and what parts excite you the most. And from all of that, you are going to have so many content ideas, probably some new offer ideas. And you can just weave these things into your messaging, your way of doing things, your way of showing up, your way of creating offers, your way of working with clients. You are unique just by being you. You don't need to force it. You don't need to come up with new ways of working or new ways of being. You are already unique. The only thing we want to turn up right now is 
allowing that uniqueness to flow through. Not trying to cater to the whole world, but trying to speak to those soul clients you'd want to have dinner with. So allow you to come through. Now, I hope you enjoyed a little insight into some of the conversations Louis and I will have. We're always having like deep conversations about the universe or marketing, ways of working, ways of living, pushing boundaries. Like honestly, the conversations we have are just insane. (laughs) I love it. I really love it. So I hope you enjoyed this little snippet as into our conversations in our life and also enjoyed this episode so you can really tap into your uniqueness and celebrate your uniqueness because that is what we want to do. Celebrate who you are. All right, until next time, have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world and I will catch you in the next episode.